Yo, yo, welcome to my podcast, My Two Cents on Life. I'm your host, Coach James. Through my podcast, I will preach and teach you how to live a happy and healthy, authentic lifestyle through various topics combined with my own life experiences. Yo, y'all, thank y'all for listening to my podcast. Let's get started. Yo, yo, what's going on, y'all? It's your guy, Coach James. Happy Mind and Body Transformation Tuesday. Hope everybody's doing great out there today. So, y'all, I was thinking about the podcast and how I communicate information and how I try to relate to everyone out there. And sometimes some of the stuff I say can maybe come off as being critical of people. In in our reality, it's not being critical. And, And I was thinking that what is something that I can do or say to make um, to make the, the flow a little bit softer than what it really is. And so I was thinking about how to articulate that. And y'all, let me just start off by saying that anything that I say is not personal. It's all love, right? And so for now, when you hear me say that going forward, it's not personal. It's all love. That just means don't take it personal. It's just me trying to articulate some valuable information to you that um, something you may be something you may be struggling with. I know for years I struggled a lot with trying to understand my mindset and, and trying to get my mindset in the right place. And and, and, and in, in the process of that, there was a lot of things that I heard that kind of I took a fix to. Uh, but now it's kind of like, no, it's good for someone to give you feedback or to hear feedback about how you could possibly be in order for you to make changes. So if you hear me say it's not personal, it's all love. That's exactly what I mean. All right, y'all. <clears throat> so, um, so want to start with a story today. And so me and my wife uh, got to get away this weekend and we got to venture off to California and we found ourselves at Disneyland. And and we did a few other things when we got there, but I want to, you know, call out Disneyland because it was it was a very fun time for both of us. And, and we got to be a kid again in the candy store, which is what it what it really felt like. Right. And, and, and I'll say watching the parents um, walk in with the children, the children were lit up. They were excited. There was joy. You could just see them. There was there was there was they were glowing. You know, they knew that sooner or later when they get within Disneyland, they were going to see Mickey Mouse. They were going to see Minnie Mouse at some point. And these kids were just excited. They were lit up. And there was this one kid actually, for a matter of fact, that was crying. And, and I was like, I looked at the mom and I said, he's just so excited right now. He just does not know how to express his happiness. And the mom was like, yeah, he's been up for a day now. He's been happy to come. And I'm like, exactly. Right. But but my point is, looking at the parents' face, they seemed more discouraged. They seemed they were happy, but they seemed like, oh God, I'm still worried. And and and, and I think about that, and I start to kind of ruminate on that a little bit and try to figure out where that was coming from. And I'm a parent, so I know. And I start thinking like some of the parents had to spend their last money to get here. Some of the parents have been saving up for months and months to bring their kids to Disneyland. Because as you all know, Disneyland is not a cheap place to take your children. It's not just one of those things where we're going to Disneyland. No, no, no. It's 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 money. It's, it's, it's time, right? And if you don't live in California, it's even more added to that for travel and everything else that goes along with it, right? But I look at the parents' face and I was like, they seem happy, but there is something bothering some of them. Not all of them, but some of them. And I'm like, what could it be? And it hit me like, ha ha, that's what it is. It's, it's, the, it's the feeling of excitement, but worriness uh, of um, the next 
What are they going to do next after they spend this big chunk of change on taking their kids to Disneyland? How are they going to recover that? Or, or, or how are they ever going to get back to that amount that they were saving for the children, right? And so parents, I'll say this to you all. Enjoy the moment. Have fun. Be present in the moment because you overthinking it just makes Disneyland a lot more complicated for yourself and the children. And the children were there to have fun. And so, parents, it's okay for you to have fun, put your guard down, and not overthink, right? Because when you overthink, then you have an issue with you being in the moment. You can't enjoy it and, and start causing more issues like anxiety, anxiety and nervousness and things of that nature. And so, this is a perfect segue into today's topic. Today's topic is today is about the mindset. I wrote about this, the mindset a while back and I've been wanting to share this. I just hadn't had an episode to share it. Now I feel like that, yes, I have the uh, the proper platform. I have the audience that I need to be able to share this information with because the mindset is so prevalent. It determines how we make decisions. It determines how we feel about ourselves. It even determines what decisions we make when it comes to, to our meals that we decide to put in our, in our stomachs, right? And, and if you ever heard someone say that they're an emotional eater, and some of these people eat to try to cover their emotion, their pain, their hurt, whatever they're struggling with. And so when you see people that are emotional eaters, this is where it's coming from. It's coming from the mindset. It's something that's happening in their mind that making them then making them is causing them to eat more or make bad decisions to try to cover whatever they're fighting in their mindset, right? And so when you are an emotional eater, you use the tail of just eat and eat because you're not getting the satisfaction in your mind. And so your stomach is saying, eat me, eat me, eat me, like little demons. And so you partake in eating food that you shouldn't be eating to try to cover whatever's going on in your mind. Right. And so back to my point, the mindset impacts how we eat, what, how we live our lives and the decisions that we make overall. The mindset is so important, y'all. And in real quick, real quick story, another story. When I, I did this leadership course about a month ago and there was a guy that was uh, they partnered me up with. And he said, you know, James, um, at the end of class, it was a three day class, Thursday, Friday, no, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And Sunday after we graduated, he said, man, you know, I, when I first met you, I thought all this whole happy life and, and living a happy mindset and living healthy was all bullcrap. He go, I thought you were faking it. He go, because I really, in my mind, can't picture someone having a great mindset and being excited about life. And he says, I apologize. I'm sorry, man, because I definitely misjudged you. I thought you were faking it. And he goes, but now I really see that if you can change the mindset, you can think different. You can have a way better, happier, healthier life. And then, bing, went off in my mind like, see, James, because of your personality, because of what you're sharing with people about a happy mindset, you got to change one person's mind. And that's really all that matters to me, y'all. That's why I got this podcast. Not to change, I mean, I wish I could change everybody's mindset, right? But I know that's not going to happen in reality. But if I can change one person's mind every weekend, that's a joy to me because that's what this is all about. All right. So let's get into today's topic, though, y'all. They they said that the mindset is like a sponge. Right. The, the mind will absorb what you feed it. Right. And so that means you are feeding your mind. And how are you feeding your mind? What are you giving your mind? Right. Because if you don't feed your mind positivity, 
is definitely going to gravitate towards negativity. Negativity just happens. There, you don't have to go find negativity. It's next door at your neighbor's house. It's across the street. It's in the next room that you're in right now. Because that's the world that we live in. The world teaches us negativity instead of positivity. And so when I say that your mind will gravitate toward negativity, if you don't feed it positivity, it definitely certainly will. There is no questions about that. That's just going to happen, right? So you got to feed the mind positivity, okay? The mind is like a pinball machine, right? Back in the day, in the 80s, when we go to arcade, they had the old pinball machines. I still love those type of games. Now they got all kinds of different games out there with joysticks and all that, right? <laughs> but but it's like a pinball machine, right? The, the pinball will bounce off every vessel in the brain until it finds its weakest link. Now it has finally landed to its destination. It has found the weakest link in your body. And I want to pause there and talk about what is the weakest link in your mind? What is the weakest link on your body? But I, but I want to refer to the mind. And I say body, but it's, it's the mind. But the mind feeds body and, and everything, right? And so the reason why I say that is that um, the pinball machine finds the weakest link. The weakest link can be in your past. It could be your future. Or it can just be anything you're struggling with, like self-confidence, analysis paralysis. Some of us have that. And I don't know if you've ever met anyone who has analysis paralysis, but basically what that means is that they're indecisive. They cannot make up their mind to save their life. When they have to make a decision, they sit there for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and they go through this whole mindset of check this, check that, check this, check that. And finally, they make a decision. And when they make a decision, they're still not happy. They just said, I had to do it, so I did it. That's analysis paralysis. But that's what the weakest link in is in our mind. The weakest link in our mind is what we struggle with every single day. And uh, I heard uh, Eddie Pinero, one of the podcasters I listen to daily. I just love the guy. The stuff he says just resonates with me. And, and some of the stuff he shares, I share with y'all, to be honest. And he said that um, your mind is like fighting two demons. You got your demon, demon number one, which is your past. And demon number two is your future. And no matter, once you get over your past, now you got to fight with your future demon. Right. Once you get over your future demon, now you got to deal with your past demon. And so when I say that the mind has its weakest vessels that that's being attacked by the pinball, that's 100 percent true based on that fact. Right. The negativity will start to protrude in the mind. Right. Uh, the, the mind's thought pattern will erupt like a volcano. And when the mind's thought pattern erupts, now you have fear. You have anxiety and you have nervousness. And let me just stop right there, okay? It's fear, anxiety, and nervousness, right? Maybe you might be nervous about your past. Maybe something happened in your past where you're fearful. Or maybe you're nervous about your future. You don't want to open up your heart to someone because you feel like it's going to be taken advantage again, right? And and, and so those three things are very, very important. And those, that's what floods our mind, right? And there's other things out there too that floods our mind as well. But those three are very important. Fear, anxiety, and nervousness. Now, some of us are very fearful. Um, I, I heard someone um, at Disneyland also say, it was a guy in front of us and he was telling his wife that um, I, I, want, I'm, I, I want to get on a ride. I'm fearful, but I'm excited. And I was thinking in my mind, like, he 
I want to tell him, but I didn't say anything. He's more, ex- it's excitement. Excitement and fear feels like the same feeling, right? And, and, and sometimes we get them too confused, like, oh, I'm fearful. But no, fear is excitement. Or sometimes excitement is fear. And you got to be able to differentiate the two, whether it's fear or is it just excitement, right? And so, um, but when you deal with fear, anxiety, and nervousness, your days will become like a blur, right? And, and now you have these sleepless nights where you can't sleep. Your nights will be like days minus the sunlight. Right. You'll notice you'll notice the daytime. I mean, excuse me. You'll notice it's nighttime, but your mind will trick you and make you think it's daytime. So now you can't sleep. And when you can't sleep, you now have this thing called insomnia. And when you have insomnia, that's just really, really rough on the brain because now insomnia just makes you not be able to recharge your mind. Uh, and, and, and how does your mind recharge itself? By sleeping, by, by, by resting, right? And if you're not sleeping like you're supposed to because you have insomnia at night, some of us definitely aren't sleeping during the daytime. And so when nighttime comes around, we can't sleep because it feels like daytime. And when we have an insomnia, it causes our days to be like misery. Now we're miserable. And we all know this. When you're miserable and you live in a house with someone, roommates, husband, wife, significant other, even kids. Now, because you're miserable, everyone else around you becomes miserable because you're not happy. And so now you have a fully unhappy house. Right. And so this let me just stop and just say this. This is how the mindset works for some of us. Right. And, and, and it's OK for us to, 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 to have this issue. You're not exempt from anyone else, anyone else. Everyone has dealt with the mindset and is struggling with the mindset every single day, including myself. I'm just here to talk about it and share what we can do to make it better for us. Right. Um, um, the, the thing about the mindset is that there's always hope. It can change the mind. Be, the, the mind becomes practical at a point. Uh, and this is when you start putting the work in to change your mindset and think a lot different, to start thinking better about yourself. Your self-talk, things that you say, is what makes the mind practical, right? Um, and then once the mind becomes practical, the sun starts to shine, right? And once the, start, the sun starts to si- si- shine, the sun starts to set. And now the mind feels right. Now you can think right. Now you can think clear. Um, you ever heard that song way back in the day? I can see clearly now the rain is gone. That's what that is, y'all. The storm is gone now. And because the storm is gone, now you can think clearly. Now you can make better decisions. Now you can eliminate some of your analysis paralysis and feel good about the decision that you made. And and so that is the mindset and that is how it affects a lot of us. Okay. And that's what we have to be fearful of. But what I just explained to you is how the mind works, how it can and how it will recycle negative thoughts without any intervention. Um, you don't need anyone out there to tell you how your mind works because everybody's mind almost works the same way when it comes to negative thoughts and, and negativity. Um, and, and there's no intervention with it, right? Because you're not aware of it. Once you become aware of it, then you're then things will be better for you, okay? Um, we have to learn 
to divert a negative mindset to a positive mindset. And, and when I said the word back a minute ago about thinking practical, yes, that's exactly what I was saying, right? We have to be very, very optimistic instead of pessimistic, right? And when you think optimistically, that means that you're thinking like everything is going to be okay. Things are going to get better for me. But as long as you think um, uh, pessimistic, then you're going to think negative about things, okay? And I hope I'm saying that right, pessimistic. Um, but when you think that way, um, you, you only think of negative things that's going to happen, okay? But when you're optimistic, you can see the sunlight. You can see the sun shining through because you know at some point, someday, things are going to get better, right? And again, y'all, these songs be coming to my mind, but one song I think of when I think of thinking optimistically is, ooh, child, things are going to get easier. Ooh, think child's will be brighter. I probably messed it all up. But that's how I think of the mind when I think of things getting better. And you have to think just that, that one day things are going to get better. Things are going to be brighter. Things are going to be okay. Okay? Um. And the question is, is, is how do we do this? How do we change our mindset? And I'm not going to get too far into it today, but I'm just going to dabble a little bit and play with it. And then on the next episode, I'm going to give you all more details about it. Okay. But how do we dabble with it? it, it and I'll say um, it, one thing that you have to learn to do is learn positive self-talk. Be good to yourself. Quit beating yourself up. Quit sabotaging yourself. Some of us sabotage ourselves to the point to where it's unbearable. Uh, and and, and self-sabotage, y'all, is one of those things that's just not good. Because if you're sabotaging yourself, you're sabotaging others around you. When I first met my wife, I was so negative with her. And she was so patient with me. And thank, I thank God for her every single day. Because she could have not dealt with my BS and moved on. I found someone else who was willing to 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 be different, um, and she did it. She she was very patient with me, and she understood my mindset from the beginning. And so I think that's what made her very patient. She would always say, um, "When I first met you, I would look into your eyes because she used to stare at me in my eyes. I'm like, why are you doing that? That's freaking me out.' <laughs> and she was like, "I did that because I seen this beautiful man in you. It just wasn't present, and so now." She tells me I'm her diamond in the rough, right? But now I'm shining, and so it's different, right? Now, now I'm a shiny diamond versus a diamond in the rough. <laughs> so, and so, y'all, that was how my mind was. It was very negative, like that. I didn't see the sun. I didn't. I didn't think optimistic. I just thought pessimistic. Someone's gonna hurt me. They're gonna take advantage of my heart. That's never gonna go the way James wanted to go because everybody is against James, and that was totally wrong. It was my mind monsters telling me these things about myself that I was believing in. So y'all, if you're telling yourself stuff about yourself, you're letting your mind monsters tell you you're not nothing. And that's just not true. You're beautiful on the inside. You're a great person. Get over those. Get over your mindset. Move forward and think optimistic. All right, y'all. But back to what I was saying is that we have to love. We have to learn positive self-talk. We have to love ourselves enough to want to change. Love ourselves enough to change the environment and loving ourselves enough to forego our past and get over any negativity that's pulling us down. And last but not least, loving ourselves enough to not second second guess our love for ourselves. Because the more you second guess the love for yourself, the worse things are going to be for you. 
But if you start loving yourself enough to say, uh-uh, I'm not dealing with that, return to sender, right? Once you start learning yourself enough to say, oh, I'm not thinking that, that's a bad thought, that's a negative thought, that's not even going to happen. Now you're talking about optimistic. You're talking about getting over your past and moving toward your future and repairing your mindset to positivities. Researchers have found that people who think more positive have a better, happier, healthier lifestyle. And all those rich, famous people we see out there with money, rappers, singers, y'all, they had to one day prepare and repair their mind to think positive about their future, to know that things are going to be okay. Yes, I'm going to be a great rapper. I'm going to be a great singer. Any fear that they had in their heart, any fear they had in their mind, they got over that. Because in order for you to be successful in this world, you got to get over your negative talk. And they change the negative talk and the positive talk. And you can see the ones who are successful now living that lifestyle and their mindset. I, I want to say it was Drake that said that there isn't even an inner matrix in his mind that thinks negative anymore because he knows what he can accomplish because he's accomplished it. And once you accomplish one thing, you start to accomplish more and more things. But that all comes with positive thinking, y'all. So, y'all. That is it for the mindset. I'm going to do two more episodes on a mindset. We'll get more into like the self-talk, the, the self-love, self-care. What does that stuff mean um, on the next couple episodes? That way I can give you all something to, to walk away with. That way you can repair the mind from negativity to positivity. And so you start to get more optimistic about things. And, and like I told you all, y'all, I would not have this podcast if I was still have fear and doubt in my mind about myself. I would not have this podcast if I was still negative James. But because I'm positive James, I think optimistic now. I, I, I set my goals and I look to reach them. And me doing this podcast was one of them. And that's why I want to be able to get back to y'all as well to give you that same mindset pattern to where you're thinking positive, to where you're setting goals for yourself, and you start achieving those goals. So you can live a life full of success, joy, and happiness. And yes, it is very possible that you can live a life of happiness. Don't let someone trick you and tell you, no, you can never be happy because we live in an unhappy world. Screw that. Return to sender if somebody tell you that. All right. And so, y'all, if you want to reach out to me, you can find me on IG. My IG page is James Watkins. It's my name. And it's uh, at 40 and Fit Life Coach. And same thing for Facebook. You can find me at the same name and at 40 and Fit Life Coach. If you want to email me, you can email me. Um, again, remember, I got my health and wellness packages that may can help some of you all with your recovery and maybe with some health and fitness. I'm also into that as well. Because if you change your overall health and fitness and you start thinking more clear from a nutritious standpoint, from a mindset standpoint, you can reach your fitness goals. And so if you got fitness goals, hit me up. You can email me at lowercase J E W A T. KI1 at gmail.com. And again, y'all, like I said at the beginning, it's not personal. It's all love. And as I always say, practice self-care. That's my two sisters, y'all. Peace. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Have a wonderful day. God bless. And I love y'all. Peace.